0: Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another Radical Humanity Poetry episode. My name is Ben Hoover, and I am a licensed marriage and family therapist. And this is my uh, my little episodic show that I like to express a variety of things that are often ruminating around in my head. And I really love talking about my... Uh, my personal experiences and, and making connections on a, on some of the bigger themes in life, the psychological, theological, sociological, philosophical, all those eccles. And, um, and so, yeah, so I, I, I really have a fun time doing this and I, I love, I love getting to sort of express the sight of me, um, kind of, sort of without constraint, really, you know, I don't have to, what I mean by that is I don't have to wait to have a conversation with someone. Um, I can, uh, I can sort of put this out in the world and, and record it and share my thoughts. Some of it kind of the, the unpolished version, some of it kind of off of notes, but, um, but I, yeah, so I, I love being able to have this outlet to be able to express, uh these experiences of mine, these thoughts that I have. And sort of uh, I treat this more as uh sort of a, a venue for me to, to explore. You know, I don't have uh foolproof, solid, you know, evidence based answers in life kind of thing. I i more kind of uh, unravel some of these questions that go on, um, some of the things that I write about. I love being able to express uh, verbally, and so, and so this is my my forum to be able to to interact, uh, I guess, with myself in uh, in that way, and 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 get what's in my head sort of out into the ether. <clears throat> so on on these episodes, these poetry episodes, what I like to do is I like to read a poem that I've written and then, and then I, I will give some commentary. So I'll, I'll go into more of a discussion, uh, some, some detail around the origins of what inspired this writing. And so I like to read the poem first because I want to, if you listen to this, uh, kind of like the, the recipient of this, the audience to just sit with what's been read and they can make any kind of interpret interpretation from it as they will, or connect it to something personal in themselves. And then, uh, and then hear a composite or whatnot, or just listen to the commentary. But I like to then add the commentary at the end instead of at the beginning. Um, it just, because it, I think it will tamper with, the uh, the atmosphere, the feel around the poem. If I, uh, if I unravel what it means, so uh, so I, that's the reason why I do the sequence where I do the poem first and then uh, and then give some commentary. And it's kind of cool because I've I've been able to read some of my poems to to some of my friends, and I really enjoy being able to do that. It's actually it's actually really satisfying all around. I love uh, I love sort of the the, uh, labor birthing process when it comes to, to creating. So I love being able to write and form words around my experience. And, uh, and then, uh, and, and then I, I, I love reading it to myself and going back over it. And, and i have these moments where I'm like laying in bed and I, I think, oh, I want to, I want to read my poem again. And that's, that to me really, uh, um, gives evidence to that this is something that's really enjoyable. The fact that I want to go back over the fact that I delight in that is really, uh, it's just such a cool experience, uh, to have. And, and I think that's, uh, on a, on a broader scale, I think that's sort of this invitation we have in life, which is to immerse and indulge in our passions, and, and delight and, and have this kind of conscious connected experience in the midst of it. So it's really fun and then I love being able to read it to the the people close to me and I read it to a friend recently and um, and it was really I love the conversation that unfolded from uh, from reading the poetry to her and she was connecting to her own experiences and loved little segments in the poem that that uh, created resonance. Uh, in her. And, uh, and so, yeah, and so we talked about that. And, and that was, uh, yeah, it was just a really enjoyable, uh, pleasurable experience. So, um, so as I said, I, I like to shape my, I love writing. But I've, I've recently in the last couple months or so, I've written about nine poems, and I've unearthed this passion for poetry. And it's just, it's such a different gear that I operate in. And it, I, uh, it really it's it's kind of a it's a enjoyable challenge to shape some of my experiences in poetic form. So um, on that note, on that introduction, so what I what I want to do is I want to read the poem. And this is a really um, I love all my poems, but this one was my second one and it really um, captured an exp- this experience in my life, I think really well, uh, really enjoy putting words around it. So, um, so I will read that and then I'll go into a little commentary afterwards. So the, the title, it's kind of a working title, so I might change it when I, when I post it. It's uh, so it's a, it's a two-part title It's called You're, uh, You Remain an Ache or You're Now an Ache. Still working with that. And then the other, uh, part of that is called An Illuminating Pain so here we go you're still there but now an ache no warmth in memory a stab of pain brings an unwelcome heat radiates and confiscates a burning lingering ember of loss how great you remain in me i want you gone all memories erased no sign of you not a trace your laugh and voice recalled as if the day it was experienced but now a faded faraway moment darkened film around the edges Insufferable, conjured up alternate realities, act to buffer the pain of all the time apart. Such little time we actually shared, nights of torment, days of anxiety, a year's rotation. To be the first that broke the law in me, an opening into the erotic. Fear and pleasure, I lost myself in you, and then you left. This pain that stayed, an overpowering ache, a jarring, brutal goodbye. Memories forced to relive, moments obsessively retraced, to feel as though we were there again, sharing the same space kissing crying laughing holding touching seeing waters of evil gave birth to violent storms who were you where were you so much energy spent trying to unravel your mysteries hours upon hours futile investigations looking for clues and hopes of confirmation evidence i was loved all the while i forgot myself You kept coming back, no strength in me to say no, to feel alone, the haunting specter living in the shadows within, and to face the unbearable truth that all this was a fleeting fling, a transient moment, two souls hurriedly colliding, love with a quick half-life, the fantasies that made reality vanish, and multiple returns, hope's resurgence. Sentimental lines intoxicating the soul, an overwhelming seductive draw, provoked amnesia, blacking out truth moments and days dominated by confusion hurt anxiety panic helplessness the words i love you so muscular a current to pull me back in we shared a foreign land together one year traveled in one week every minute together uninhibited uninterrupted the most intense experiences yet the water's chasm remained fumigating loves excitement and yearning trust corroding despairs uprising plans to rekindle robbed of growing dis-ease Until so loud and looming it could not be ignored. The final ending to a brutal war. A settling of the mind and a full breath to approve. Yet the pain kept and you remain as an ache. You are there in the tears that fall. In the rage that feels the loss. Fantasies dissolve into loneliness. Wondering if I'm still there in you. When will you be replaced? When will I? How strange an intense connection. Now strangers left with painful imaginings of the other's life. You will not leave, no matter the push to forget. To force the pain to disappear only brings chaos, but a welcome embrace invites an odd gratefulness. You were here for self-discovery, an uncovering of the true self, a venture into history's wounds, to become genuine at the risk of loss, to touch the erotic inside myself. Explore the unexplored. In pain is where wisdom lies, illuminating de- desires within, to teach the love I truly want. That is what you did for me. A metaphysical encounter shrouded in mystery for so long, demystified now in the presence of pain, an inconspicuous guide on my path that led me closer to myself, and now I know an awful way, revelations of the longings in me, but all the more grateful for now I can see. This ache remains a messenger, to close it off only unrelenting fears, instigating the avoid to risk love again. Although I would love nothing more than to quiet the pain, it stands a mark for the leap taken. Opening myself to love And that is what I want again To experience another To share and hold and laugh and make love That is what you taught You who live as an ache in me Yes, you are still there In pain and misery But also a compass, a guide Illuminating Always So Yeah, what more do I want to even add to that, right? Um, I really love this poem um, as I said, this was the second one I'd written, and actually, if uh, I don't know when I'll post this episode, but I have an episode where I talk about grief. It's called "Grief: um, The uh, What Horror Movies Are Made Out Of." <laughs> if that's not an inviting title to listen, I don't know what is. <laughs> um, but uh, but I read this poem at the end of it, so if you've listened to that, then you'll you'll hear this and know that this is the same poem. But I wanted to give this its own episode as i've been doing with i think all my poems or most of them um but this was a really this was special in its own self um you know it was my the second one um i think what was happening i was i was in a moment of pain of grieving the loss of this relationship i was in and i stopped dissecting it from my head i stopped uh I stopped Trying to work this out from a c- cerebral place, and and I stopped, and I just I let the pain be there, and it, I think it stirred this uh, this this phrase of you're you're now an ache, you're an ache in me. I uh, I just I, I centered on that, and then it just kind of it just built from there. The lines just kept get, getting added. And so obviously this poem is about grief and this poem is about this breakup I went through uh, recently actually probably I don't know 4ish months ago. And this was the first time really that I fell in love with someone. And um, and as I've mentioned in other episodes it was I went through through three rounds of the breakup there. Um, and each one was painful in its own self and but this one was uh, but the Pain really hit in this, and I wanted to. I wanted to really put words around the the feelings, what it's like to go through uh, this ripping apart of the heart when uh, when when one has fallen in love. Um, and so she was, you know, she was the first one that I, I uh, really felt that strongly towards, um, and and there were a lot of complexities <laughs> that went along with that, um, so. Given the distance, the long distance, there was an ocean between us, you know. And when, and so, uh, a lot of this is kind of this in the the beginning part of the poem is uh, really capturing the pain and what it's like to go through this loss. I mean, you know, the mind just goes wild, and there's these fantasies, and there's wondering, and there's these hopes of return, and there's, um, and and that, uh, um, and and how man fantasy and hope can just cover over the reality of pain of loss of the goodbye um of of even the the tumultuousness of the relationship the the realities throughout the course right of the of this um of this experience with this person and uh, and so and and some of this was you know there was a lot of Time, a lot of moments trying to figure her out. What does that mean? Why would she say that? Um, you know what? What? What's going on? And that's why, like even the line where I forgot myself, and futile investigations was I was always trying to figure it out. And that's how I lived growing up. Was I'm always trying to figure out everybody else except myself and the feelings that were stirring inside me. The desires uh, activated uh, internally. Um, what you know what. I, I, um, was so lost in myself and I was even in that, that feeling of confusion and disorientation, uh, only increased when I was trying to figure her out and what she meant and her actions. And, um, and I, and I didn't explore myself at times, or I didn't listen to that. And I didn't want to listen to that maybe, you know, unconsciously, I, I didn't want to go there, um. But, uh, but it's a powerful thing, and I think most of us have experienced this, to really fall head over heels and, uh, and, and it just obstructs sometimes reality. Um, and I realized that so much of the, me avoiding the breakup was to avoid this pain and this loneliness um, and, and realizing that this, this was a moment in time. It was special, very special. Um, of course, I'd never forget it, but it was um, but it was a transient moment as I put in the poem it was it was a moment in its own time in its own space, and there was this effort to try to make it work, but when you live such a great distance um it's it's just it's so impossible, you know unless there's both on this page of let's let's make this work let's do this and there was a lot of conflict in that. Which uh, only uh, intensified more the pain, um, and so again, a lot of this is is touching on uh, some specific experiences in the relationship, some moments, but then also the the, the grief, uh, the outcome of grief, the aftermath of grief um, as a result of the breakup, um, and so uh, it's interesting because even as I'm I'm thinking through this, I'm thinking, do I want to do I want to go a little more personal, a little more in depth about it? Um, cause there's certain lines in there that are, uh, they're, they're not too obscure, but they're, they have enough obscurity where I wonder if I want to clarify that or not. Um, so, uh, so anyway, um, I'll think about that as I keep talking. Um, and then also too, you know, when, when one goes through this breakup, as I, as I went through this breakup, there's this, there's this feeling as you just feel pulled farther and farther apart as you start to lose the person. There's these moments in grief where, where I wanted to recapture moments where I wanted to not feel that loss, where I wanted to feel that closeness and connection again, where I didn't, I didn't want this leaving to happen inside myself, and um, and that's where you know I even put like when will when will I be replaced? When will you? You know when will someone new come along, and uh, and step in? And, uh, and now be the person in your life that I had wanted to be, right? That I had hoped she would have been. Um, but then what was also interesting, so I had this moment, um, it was, oh gosh, back in March or April, or it was at some point in one of the, one of the, one of the part, breakup parts there, um, or breakup rounds was, you know, I, I remember, recalled a moment where, uh, you know, she was here, and there was a moment where I was holding her hand, but her response back was more, she didn't return holding my hand back, and there was, um, uh, you know, she didn't reciprocate, you know, gripping my hand, and it was more of a passive allowance, and I remember that memory came up, and my mind went bonkers as I was trying to figure out, well, what did that mean? How come that happened? And what is that? I mean, just this unending investigation of what, why, why? And and um, and I and in that moment, I stopped myself because my knee-jerk reaction is to just go solving this in the hopes that I'll feel uh, at peace. I mean, that's really what it is. I'm trying to trying. It's my reaction to when pain comes up. And I stopped and I just... I let the moment be there and I let the memory be there and this pain came up, this feeling, this experience, the emotion of it hit. And I just wept and I wept and I wept and I wept and I just let the, um, I let the feeling be there. And so, and when that happened, this understanding, uh, uh, was birthed from that moment of allowance and it was really beautiful. It was this moment of, Oh yeah, it's painful because, what I, re- that's, what I really want is someone that's going to grab my hand back, that someone's going to be in this, that someone's going to uh, want me and, and, you know, and return that. And it's this reciprocating uh, desire of I want to be with you. Um, but, of course, there was so much complexity in this relationship that, like, there was a reason behind her and stuff. But it was still, for me, it was this moment of, oh, yeah, because that's not what I want. What I want is this um, this passionate Genuine return, right? So for me, this pain, this grief became uh, as awful and brutal as it's been. I don't want to miss words around it. It also equally created this experience, this this um, these moments of gratefulness. Of yeah, because man, there is this deep churning, guttural, in- intrinsic desire for a loving serious, committed, connected, uh, romantic relationship. And boy, has it been an experience of mine, which actually I'm going to, I'm going to start doing some writing on just my experiences in the, in the realms of, of relationships, dating, love. Um, and so, uh, but man, uh, you know, th- there's these moments where it's just like, I just want to erase all this. I don't want this to be there. The the pain is so God awful. That uh, I would do anything to annihilate it, um, and and yet, also paired with that, are these experiences of oh man, I risked, I took a big leap into the unknown, I threw myself into uncertainty, as I communicated my love and my desire, as I learned to express anger to this person that I was so terrified to, to share, show this side, um, you know, it was really a relationship that taught me be really instigated, uh, or inaugurated even, um, in in a greater way, a deeper understanding of myself, of what I want, of what I, how I want to connect, how I want to be, the genuineness, learning to express anger, learning to, you know, you know, moments of like, you know, this put her off, understandably so, you know, looking for reassurance, was I loved, Um, instead of approaching it from, uh, something more solid and strong and and uh, genuine coming from myself, a centered and grounded place inside. And at times, I would really lose that, and it would be like searching and asking questions of, "Do you like me? Do you love me?" You know, not sometimes specifically in that way, but in in ways like that of trying to look for reassurance. And those would be moments that would it would tear me away from myself. I get sucked into trying to figure out her, than I was listening to the messages inside, but man, this relationship taught me so much, and, um, and, and I, I am, I, I, honestly, I am grateful, and sometimes I'm not, sometimes I just wish this would go away, um, but I did, I learned, I learned so much, and it is, it's an awful way to learn, but my god, that seems to be the, the, uh, sort of the rhythm in life that we go through these kind of painful moments of death, of dying, of of, of things falling apart, of things not working out. And sometimes we want so much to hold it on, hold on to it. I think of even, you know, there's just so many, there's relationships in the world where we do this. Marriages where we we avoid uh, these truths of being honest with each other, of confronting things, of confronting this stuff in ourselves and bringing that into the, into the light. Because we're so afraid of uh, I think terrified of the loss of the pain of how someone will treat us that they'll go away that they'll uh, do this kind of passive resentful withdrawal um, towards us kind of cause this sort of suffering in us um, <clears throat> or just again the the relationship would end it would terminate it would be done and the and the aftermath of that so um, <clears throat> so. You know, and, and, and so there's people that I think we, we struggle so much with going into the truth, to the realities. We don't want to admit that to ourselves for fear of it ending. Um, and so, and some of us deeply know that this could end, that that this could end, that this could be the outcome, an awful outcome. And so, um, but, you know, I think I've also learned too that I can't, I can't hold on. I can't grip this. Um and, and that just created more problems. and that you know, there became this control uh, because I wanted to eliminate the any uncertainty, any any unknown factor. Uh, and so again, I, I pulled away from myself. <clears throat> so anyway, so this is this is really what this poem is about. Um, I, I love I really love that I've written it. And I love that I've got to put language to my experience. Um, And so, you know, now that I think about it, I will will leave some of the things a mystery. Um, And uh, some, you know, if you read it or whatnot, you might be able to figure it out. But um, I like leaving some of it obscure. And on that note, uh, I think that's it. And by the way, I hope that as painful as it can be, I hope that you risk loving. And I hope that you risk opening yourself up to that and to being honest, to finding your genuineness. For me, this relationship brought so much of that out of finding myself. And I see that, that the encounters I have with people, whether it's romantic or friendship or uh, familial, that, um, that there's this constant learning of myself. Um, And it taught me the way I want to love, and it taught me the kind of love I'm looking for and what I'm not looking for and and what I don't want. Uh, And I'm, I'm thankful for that. So may you embrace those experiences in your life. And on that note, till next time.